0: Oh, Jesus. Oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify the Lord tonight. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Glory God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many have a personal testimony of what God has done in their lives? Thank you, Jesus. I don't take any of it lightly. I don't take any of it lightly of what he's done in my life. Our lives become a testimony to those that are around us of what Jesus is doing in our lives even now, Amen. even now. You, know, you all, you, you didn't grow up in all of And so you may not have that personal testimony of what he pulled me out of. Hallelujah. But I can stand here in front of you right now and say, God brought me through. Yeah, he brought me through. Hallelujah. He's still there with me. Even, and, and you know, the Bible lets us know that uh, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That, that doesn't mean anything to you until uh, you realize what he brought you out of. Amen.
1: When I visit
0: home, I realize it. Um, walk up into that city and in those neighborhoods, east side, south side, all you don't just show up over there. Amen, uh, but I'm here, safe, uh, because you fear me with the spirit, uh, amen. Well, we want to definitely continue to uh, keep our pastor and first lady in prayer, uh, they're on their way back, haven't made it in just yet, uh, pastor let, it, let us know that his mother made it through well we to proceed are praying for those needs that are in their family. We want to continue to pray for the needs of the saints. If you have a need that uh, we need to take before the Lord in prayer, let it be known by the lifting of your hands. Anyone have a need? Amen. Amen. We want to continue those. Let's call out those needs. you Yes. tell us to seek you and we'll find, oh Lord God. You say to knock and the door be open, oh Lord Jesus. We pray right now the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous it availeth much, Lord God. Let a fiery, fervent prayer come forth, oh God, with faith increased, oh Lord. Although we don't see what's going to happen on You'll touch that need, O oh Lord, that you know needs to happen right now in the name of Jesus. You said in your word, by your stripes, we are already healed in the name of Jesus. Oh God, allow that healing to happen in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Go ahead clap your hands to the Lord. service here. Uh, We do have Firm Foundation uh, going on in pastor's office uh, this evening, so all those that are part of Firm Foundation, want to be a part of Firm Foundation, please join them in pastor's office uh, immediately. Uh, You can go ahead and uh, be dismissed at pastor's office now as a matter of fact. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight, we have Reverend Fowler is going to be bringing the word. We're thankful for the anointed Fowler family. We're going to just let uh, them have their liberty here before uh, us. Uh, as they have uh, the opportunity upon us tonight to bring the word of the Lord, we're thankful for those that we can, we can hear it in the, in the word that comes forth. Uh, much prayer and study and uh, opportunity to bring the word of the Lord before us. We can see it in the lives of this family. We definitely appreciate having them here in the house of the Lord with us and a part of the Life family. Let's lift up the name of the Lord. We're going to ask Reverend Fowler to come give us the word of the Lord. Say, Reverend Fowler, preach the word. Preach Preach the the word. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. We'll get back to Jesus tonight. to stand in this desk and preach the word. I don't take it lightly. Amen. You, got this. you can remain seated tonight. I, I know you've, you're you tired. Um, Exodus, well, my scripture is going to be pulled tonight from Exodus 33rd chapter, verses 7 through 18. Amen. I give honor to my wife tonight. I love her. She's my help. Amen. Most people knew me as Heather's husband. So, amen. Exodus, Exodus chapter thirty-three, verses seven through eighteen. Amen. Verse seven: And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp. And called it the tabernacle of the congregation. It came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation which was without the camp. Verse 8. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. Verse 9. And it came to pass... As Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. Verse 10. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again, Into the camp. But his servant Joshua, everybody say Joshua. Joshua. The son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Verse 12. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people when thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me, yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and hast also found grace. In my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, I, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. Verse 16, For wherein shall it be known? Hear that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. Is it not in is it not in that, that thou goest with us? <coughs> so so shall we so shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Verse eighteen. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Amen. For the next few minutes, I want to preach finding God's glory. Finding God's glory. Let's pray. God of heaven, we love you tonight. Lord, we thank you for your presence. God, we're thankful tonight, God, for your word. God, speak to us tonight. God, let my voice, God, echo from the chamber of your heart. God, what you would have the people, God, to hear tonight. God, let the words that I speak, God, convict and draw. Let every heart, let every mind, God, be brought closer to you tonight. It's in your precious name that we pray. Amen. Moses was a fascinating character to read about in the Bible. His life was made famous early on by the Pharaoh's decree that every male child born shall be killed. Moses' life was miraculously spared by his mother who placed Moses in a basket and put him in the water. Moses, interestingly enough, was discovered by none other than Pharaoh's daughter who brings Moses up in Pharaoh's house. We find that Moses ends up killing an Egyptian and he flees from Egypt and he ends up in a desert and there he met and married his wife and he was tending to his father-in-law's sheep on the back side of the desert. One day while tending the sheep, Moses notices something in the distance, he has an encounter with God, There is a bush that burns like fire but is not consumed. And God speaks to Moses out of the burning bush and gives him instructions that he is to lead the children of Israel out of captivity from the Egyptians. Moses in turn accepts God's command and goes before the mighty Pharaoh who at the time was the most powerful man on earth. And demands that he release the children of Israel. And Pharaoh refuses. And after each subsequent refusal. There is a plague that is released upon the Egyptian people. If you read in the book of Exodus. And I wish I had time to go through it all. I love the story of Moses. But there is chapter after chapter of plagues. That God unleashes upon the Egyptians. The finality of of the Egyptian army is their destruction when the hand of God allows the Israelites to pass through the midst of the sea when the Egyptians pursued the water comes crashing down and they're drowned the thing that sticks out to me that I think that can be compared to this generation today are the signs and the wonders that God did through Moses as they were in bondage in Egypt They were exciting things that happened. People may even think of God as a magician or a genie that performs for us whenever we want, but that's not the case. People associate signs and wonders with the miraculous power of God, but they leave out the most important thing from this story. And from many other stories in the Bible where God does wonders, they leave out the pursuit of, god's glory moses life was one spent in service of god he had a personal one-on-one relationship that was unusual for that day and age moses conversations that he had with the creator were amazing and it's not in my notes but i think about one time when god and moses have a dialogue God is like, I'm done. I'm going to wipe them out. I'll raise up a new seed under you, Moses. And Moses reasons with God. And it's amazing the dialogue, the, the interaction, the, the relationship that they had. But Moses changed the mind of God. He was, there was a very candid and open relationship that they had with one another. But Moses' relationship that he had with God is something that we can pattern today in that personal nature. Think about this. Moses was a chosen vessel to bear the name of the Almighty before the most powerful human being on the face of the earth at the time. Moses was given authority to speak on behalf of Almighty. By Him and through Him were many miracles wrought. Even though Moses had experienced so much in his life, there was still one thing that he desired most in his life. He desired to see the glory of God. Exodus chapter 24 Amen. verses 13 verses 13 through 18 And Moses rose up and his minister Joshua. And Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders, tarry ye here for us until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and her are with you. If any man have, have any matters to do, let him come unto them. And Moses went up into the mount, and a cloud covered the mount, and the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh, and the seventh day God called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Verse 17. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like, dev- was like devouring fat fire on top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. Verse 18. And Moses went... Into the midst of the cloud, and got him up into the mount. And Joseph, or in Moses, was in the mount forty days and forty nights. Moses' encounter here was like anything that we've seen, we've ever seen in Scripture. Moses was close enough to the glory of God to experience the very warmth and breath of God. For six days, Moses stayed on the outskirts of God's glory. I can't imagine the anticipation, what it would have been like to be right there at the cusp of something so great for that long before being granted access into God's presence. For six long days he waited and was obedient to the voice of God. Moses was content to be there as long as he needed to. Moses had no idea there was no instruction that I read where God told him, you'll wait so long and that then you'll be there was There was nothing like that. Moses, I don't think, knew how long he was going to be there, but Moses knew that he had to just keep waiting. Some of you in here tonight may not understand how everyone else around you seems to be constantly, maybe in heavenly places. You come to church week after week and never experience the fullness of God's glory in your night in your life but maybe tonight a word for you is to be patient and wait like Moses did God I don't understand this thing that I'm going through I need your glory I want your glory God I just don't want to wait God I'll wait at McDonald's for an hour and a half for my for my food I'll wait in long lines at the theme park But God, I don't want to wait for your glory. There are great principles in God's words. If we're honest tonight. In regards to waiting on God's timing. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Tarry ye in the city until ye be endued with power from on high. In both of these examples, there's a result. There was an expected end from, or a result from, waiting on God's action or God's move, if you will. If we find ourselves out in front of the hand of God in our lives, we we can oftentimes miss the will of God and find ourselves falling short of God's glory. So many times in life, we can see what God has shown us, but if we are to fulfill our destiny, our purpose. We must remain faithful and wait for God's perfect timing. I've seen many people in my life in the ministry that's moved. It's, God has had his hand upon their life. He's had an anointing upon their life. But they moved into an area of ministry before it was their timing, before it was God's will. And as a result, their lives were Chaos but it's because they stepped outside of God's timing. Moses waited for six days and he's finally granted access into God's glory. He was rewarded with 40 days and 40 nights in God's glory. Moses' Moses patience and faith in God was rewarded that day. Don't hurry the voice of God in your life tonight. you will grow into the anointing that God has called you to if you're patient and faithful to God Moses did not rush or hurry God while in his presence see Moses had come to the mountain to receive the law that God had spoken to him about but it took 40 days and 40 nights in God's presence before God spoke a word to Moses You read, it's it's interesting. Once once God began to speak to Moses, if you read, it's the chapter after this one, but it God begins to lay out to Moses. He gives Moses the law, but he gives him he begins to lay out the tabernacle, the ark of the cup, all these things, he just begins to just speak to Moses and tell him, This is the pattern, this is the pattern. How many of us would have waited that long to receive a word from the Lord. People, anymore, they get uncomfortable when someone stands up and prays for a few minutes. They get nervous. They get fidgety. They start looking at their watches. They play with their phones. They look up and count the ceiling tiles. The passion for God's glory has been lost. If we are to fulfill the perfect will of God for our lives, We we must be in pursuit of God's glory. If you're here today, maybe you feel lost spiritually. Maybe you're wondering what your calling is, what your place is for the kingdom of God, what you want to be when you grow up. Find a passion for God's glory. If you'll be patient and wait, God's, you, you will find God's glory and all your questions will be answered. You, finding God's glory is something that you don't just stumble into, it's very intentional. That should be the most important thing in our daily lives. When we get up in the morning, that should be the very first thing that comes to our, to our minds. God, where are you? God, where is your presence? Where is your glory? I've got I've to put everything else to the back burner for a moment, and I've got to find your presence. I've got to find your glory. From the oldest to the youngest in here, whether you've lived for God for two years or 20 years, our daily pursuit of God is, must not be limited to token prayers and requests from God. Our goal must be to be in the glory of God. John the Baptist said it best, he must increase, I must decrease. The only way for us to find God's glory is less of me and more of God in our lives. Exodus chapter 33, verses 10 and 11. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar. Stand at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Moses pursued Moses' relationship with God, changed and made an impact on a young man named Joshua. (coughs) Moses left the tabernacle. Moses had other business to attend to. Moses had to go teach a water parting class. Whatever it was, Joshua chose to stay. Amen, that was a joke. (laughs) Joshua chose to stay behind in God's presence. If you're here tonight and you have children or, you, or you're older and you have people that you know look up to you, you have a responsibility tonight to carry yourselves in a way that those behind you will want to follow because whether you like it or not, those that are behind you are going to follow you no matter what. Yeah. If you love them, you better make sure what you're leading to it's leading them to God, what God intends for their lives. Yes. Exodus chapter 33. Amen. Everybody, all right?
1: Amen. Exodus 33, 18.
2: And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Verse 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Verse 20. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Verse 21. And the Lord said, Behold, There is a place by me. And thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by. That I will put thee in a cleft of the rock. And will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take my hand and thou shalt see my back parts. But but my face shall not be seen. Exodus 34. Verses one through eight. And the Lord said unto Moses, "Hew thee two tablets of stone, like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest." I love that God had to get that jab in there. Verse two, and be ready in the morning, and came and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself. There to me in the top of the mount. Verse 3. And no man shall come up with thee. Neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount. Neither let the flocks nor the herds feed before that mount. Someone hear me tonight. Not everyone has the ability to go where God has called you to go. Not everyone has the spiritual maturity to be able to handle the glory of God. God's command to Moses was clear. No man shall come up with thee. There are promises of God that God has for some of you. For your friends, your parents, your girlfriends, your boyfriends. They may not understand. There are those of you in here that have been experiencing spiritual lethargy, I believe. Cannot figure out what's going on. You try to go to another level. You try to take one step forward, but you end up going two steps back. There may be some relationships tonight that you need to distance yourself from. Rev, are you saying I need to break up with my girlfriend or my boyfriend or find new friends if your friends understood that you were trying to go to another level and cannot allow you to pursue what what pursue what God is calling you to then I would distance myself from those people because they don't have your best interests at heart amen you can get ready huh Verse verse four, and he hewed two tables of stone like unto the first, and Moses rose up early in the morning and went up into Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded, and took in his hand the two tables of stone, and the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third into the fourth generation generation and Moses toward the earth and worship amen you can stand Moses was obedient to what God had told him to do he went to the place that God called. Him to go. I said it before, but I'll say it again. Not everyone can go where you go. There are planes, there are elevations that not everyone is able to handle. You know, I was thinking about it this evening. Even in nature, there are certain birds that can only go so high But there's other birds that's able to go to a higher elevation. Moses was rewarded by God with what he had asked God for. The call to Moses was for him to go higher. The mountain was where God dwelt. And he had to ascend the mountain to experience what God had for him. The climbing of the mountain also represented a change in a spiritual plane for Moses. Sometimes we have to climb a mountain to get where we need to go with God. To the place that God has called us to. The emptiness tonight in your life. Can only be found in the presence of the Lord. The healing, the restoration that you need tonight is found in the presence of the Lord. The psalmist David wrote in Psalms chapter 9, verse 3: When mine enemies are turned back, they shall perish at thy presence. Psalms 16:11. Thou wilt, sh- thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalms chapter 31 verse 20 says, Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Psalms chapter 68 In verse 2, as a smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Psalms 68 and 8, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Psalms chapter 97 and verse 5, the hills melted like wax. At the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord, the whole earth. God, I thank you tonight. God, because in your presence, God, is where where the answers to all of our problems, all of our questions, God, can be found tonight. God, if there's those, God, that have walked in here tonight, God, with, with situations in their lives, God, that they don't know how they're going to turn out, God... In your presence, God, we know, God, that those things can be answered. Those problems, God, that they have, God, they can be solved. God, in your presence tonight. God, we honor you, God, and we praise you tonight because we know, God, that you're real. God, we know and understand, God, that your presence, God, there's nothing like it. God, we can go, we can go anywhere, God, in this earth and not find anything, God, like your presence tonight. God, help us to fall in love with your presence God, to pursue the things of God, to pursue God, your presence and your glory. God, foremost, first and foremost, God, in our life tonight, God, we honor you. God, we praise you and we thank you tonight, God, because you're faithful. God, because you're sovereign. God, there's nobody like you tonight. Oh, I wish I had somebody to help me. I don't know. Maybe you've got everything in your life worked out. Maybe you don't need God's presence, but I confess tonight. I'm not perfect and I need the presence of God in my life more than anything. God, we thank you tonight. God, we pursue your presence. We pursue your will tonight. Oh, God, we love you tonight. God, strip us of our pride. Strip us of our carnal Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Count yourself worthy tonight. The Bible says that the prophets desire to, to experience the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that the angels desire to look into this thing. They're in the presence of God, but they don't have God inside of them. We have that ability tonight. God, when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, God's spirit comes on the inside of us and inhabits us tonight. Oh, God, we thank you tonight. God, we praise you tonight. Lord, break up the fallow ground in our hearts. God, reside in this body, God of human flesh. Oh Jesus, Jesus, God give us the spirit of Moses tonight, God to pursue your glory, God where nothing else matters, the signs and the wonders are great, God but give us your glory, give us your presence, oh God tonight, the story is told during the revival of Azusa, that they would come and the presence of God would be so strong and there would be a haze and people would bring bottles, they would bring jars and they would try to bottle it up, but they couldn't bottle it up because it was the Shekinah glory. It was the presence that resulted from the praise and worship from the people. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Oh God, God, refresh on us tonight. Let your Spirit breathe fresh on us tonight.
0: Ikaialala. Good gives us opportunity before we leave the house of the Lord tonight. Purpose, in the Word of God, we think of what happened in this account. At the top of that hill, while one's finding the glory of God, what was going on down at the bottom of the hill They weren't seeking the glory of God. Amen? I want to be in that place where I'm seeking the glory of God. Amen? Really interesting how uh, Brother Fowler at the end brought up Azusa Street. When he said something funny, I missed it because I was looking that up. At the same time, I was looking... I was looking up uh, William Seymour and uh, how he talked about waiting. That's when Azusa Street hit my mind when he talked about waiting. There were times Seymour would place his head inside a box. Could you imagine the preacher coming up to preach? See, he told us we, we need to be able to wait. Amen? We need to be able to wait, and then we can get into the glory of God. But William William Seymour would wait on God before he preached. You imagine the preacher coming to the pulpit having two shoebox-like elements that he stuck his head inside and laid here before you in prayer until he got the word of God. And and the result of that, I'm going to just read to you what people would do. They would ridicule them because these people were filled with the gift of the Spirit, the power of God, the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. This is uh, one one of the scenes here. Scores of people in eyewitness accounts would attest to the many who came to ridicule the meetings were knocked to the floor where they seemed to wrestle, they they ridiculed them for seeing this, wrestled with unseen opponents sometimes for hours. That's the way they saw it. These people generally arose convicted of sin and seeking God. One born reporter had been assigned by his paper to record the circus-like atmosphere in a common relief fashion. He attended a night meeting sitting far in the back. In the midst of the meeting, a young man began to testify about how God had baptized her with the power of the Holy Ghost. And suddenly, she broke out speaking in tongues. Amen. That was the result of much prayer. Uh, William Seymour, Putting his head inside those boxes and praying before the Lord, before the Lord answered with how they would move into the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And I'm sure each of you have a testimony about waiting. I know I do. I know. I'm telling you, I'm from Albany and I'm analytical. So you got country and questioning put together. And that take a while. Uh, for me to get over myself, but I'll tell you what, if we, if we drop that pride, yes. God will do something in our lives. Amen. And, uh, and that requires us to wait. Thank you so much, Reverend Father, for uh, bringing us into the presence of the Lord this way so that we can actually see the glory of God. Wouldn't you want to do that? If Moses came back, he had to, he had to have a veil over his face. Uh, His face was shining so bright after being in the very presence of God. Others were able to see the glory of God on him. Amen. I'm not going to hold you. uh, If those that are assisting with the offering tonight would come, we're going to begin to take up tonight's offering. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to give you uh, the announcements for this week at Glenville Church at 7 p.m. on January 26th and 27th. They're having a spiritual retreat at 7 p.m. at Glenville. Please, if you're able, uh, go out and support that spiritual retreat at Glenville Church. Saturday the 27th, of course, we have morning prayer. Don't wanna miss morning prayer. Please join us here in the sanctuary. It's a time of preparing. Uh, we go before the Lord at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning uh, in prayer. And That's very important that we come together as a congregation and pray together uh, and, and preparing for the service the next day. Mommy and Me, Pottery Painting at 11 a.m. at Gold Pottery in Hinesville also on Saturday at 11 a.m. Saturday, January the 27th. At 7 p.m., Marriage Ministry Bible Study here at Life, 7 p.m. Uh, please uh, married folks come out and join. And Reverend Mundin's giving you instructions on who all's invited to that. So uh, remember those instructions. Those that uh, are married, wanting to be, I think he said, uh, join them at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. prayer Bible study. Uh, that prayer Bible study, you can join us on the conference call for prayer Bible study at 8 p.m. And then Sunday, we're right back here for our morning service at 9.30, 11 a.m. Uh, service afterwards. And then 4.30 p.m. that Sunday, single with purpose. All right, so single with purpose has uh, moved to 4.30 p.m. On Sunday, all right. And then we look forward to uh, next week. Our, our scheduled services for that week, and also uh, announcements that will go out on Sunday. Please stand with me. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer, asking the Lord to bless this offering. Amen. We thank you so much, oh Lord God, for what we've received tonight. Lord, by your word spoken into our lives, oh Lord God, we humble ourselves before you. We wait on you, Lord God. We seek your face, Lord Jesus. Oh God, because we want to be in your presence, oh Lord God. We don't want to remain where we are, Lord Jesus. We're your people. We need to be in your presence, Lord Jesus. In your presence, Lord God, there's fullness of joy. There's joy unspeakable and full of glory, and we want to seek that glory, O Lord. We ask, O God, that you bless every individual that's here. Bless those that are online. O God, we ask that you, Lord, bring our pastor and first lady safely home, O God. We ask you, O Lord, that you would bless this offering. Increase it, O Lord, for your kingdom. We ask that you bless those that give tonight, Lord God. Those that have given into the offering, oh Lord, those that have given tithes, bless them to overflowing, oh Lord. Open up a window, oh God, of heaven, and pour out a blessing, oh Lord, oh God, that it will be more than we're able, oh God, to contain. Lord, we ask that you bless every ministry, oh God, that's associated with this church. Let us reach out, oh God, and evangelize the world. Oh God, and you will not, oh Lord, cease the resources to flow. Oh God, under your ever anointing power, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray, if you would come, give me an offering. We ask the Lord to bless you until we return to this place again. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another until we meet again. Please come, give me an offering. Shake hands with a few folks before you leave and you're dismissed in Jesus name.